everybody. Welcome. You are listening to the Ad Skills Pro podcast. Uh, my name is Kate Buck, and today I'll be sitting down with two top ad buyers from Ad Skills to share with you some of their best case studies. Today, I'm excited to welcome Austin and Ian from Attention Labs. Um, hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, what's going on? So the first question I have for you guys is tell me about how you got into media buying. Like what were you doing? What was your sort of life path that got that, that you were doing before media buying? And I'm also curious, like what drew you to this particular skill versus uh, the many different sort of um, options that you have when choosing a path, especially around um, internet marketing. Ian, if you want to take this one, start, start from the beginning. Yeah. Definitely. So the beginning. So Austin and my journey into media buying, you know, the world of digital marketing kind of started while Austin was wrapping up a college career and I was wrapping up a military career. So I was looking to get out of the military and get into another industry. I kind of saw that in tech, customer acquisition was a big bottleneck for a lot of companies. Made me think it was a good industry to go into. Meanwhile, Austin was over in college looking at what he was studying, thinking maybe this isn't going to lead to what I want in my life. What else can I do to kind of, I guess, you know, put rocket fuel on my career and speed this up and get to where I want to go in life. So he kind of was drawn to customer acquisition for similar reasons. So we ended up working together at a startup and we got this blend between a junior marketer slash internship role where this particular company was a holding company that had a bunch of media companies under it selling digital and physical products. So they were looking to hire a bunch of junior marketers to come in and learn everything from media buying to copywriting, email marketing, content marketing, SEO, just kind of the whole gamut to run these companies for them. So I was there for a while. I then left to go work at another startup while I was working for this second startup, Austin stayed on there and sort of graduated from this entry-level marketer to eventually the senior media buyer for this whole holding company. Once he left that role and I was done at this second startup I worked at, we both kind of found ourselves free at the same time, looking to get into marketing in some sort of you know, consulting or agency capacity. And we decided to kind of team up and just start seeing, you know, what the best packages we could put together for companies to help them grow would be and what that market looked like. And that was a little over a year and a half ago that we started doing that completely independently. And ever since then, we've just been working with a whole host of different companies to help them do growth, focus on paid media, analytics, and attribution, really focused on the Facebook channels and Google channels. That's really awesome. So I'm curious, so you have a military background and then, um, you know, kind of studying in school, but what were the interests or the, you know, what was the thing that said, you know, it sounds like also when you were in this uh, original company in this internship, you had the opportunity to kind of learn about everything from email marketing to copywriting to probably, you know, setting up landing pages and the whole tech aspect of all that. So what was it about media buying that became, uh, or that, that, that you saw that drew you in, you know, the most? For me, it was just that it was a technical skill that was in the world of marketing, media buying, if you know specific channels, it's kind of like one of the hardest skills compared to, you know, other things like uh, more creative aspects of marketing. Yeah, I think 
<clears throat> it's a it's a twofold thing because when I approach the world and what you could do out of all possible things. Um, there's not a lot of ways to reach a lot of people and get a specific message in front of them. So it comes down to like the person with the best message in the world, if they don't know how to do some form of not necessarily acquisition, but some sort of paid media to get themselves out there. And of course, if they can't do it profitably, they'll burn out eventually and be somewhere else. So my, uh, my focus was always how can we be able to deliver these messages that are important and that most people should hear profitably so that the voices that right now are getting subdued can actually be heard. Gotcha. So it sounds like one of you is kind of into the technical, Ian, you were into like the technical aspects of it. And then Austin, you're more into the psychology of it, so to speak, Definitely. right? Um, now, this is a, a bit of a selfish question on our part, but uh, sounds like, you know, you guys worked at this company together and kind of went your separate ways and came back and Attention Labs was created about a year and a half ago. But I'm guessing somewhere along the way, since you're on this podcast, that ad skills came into the picture. Um, and I'd love to hear about how the community and or the training itself has helped take your business or take your skills to the next level. Yeah, so um, we originally came across ad skills um, in the holding company that we worked for. Um, that was a, a known really good program. This is about three or four years ago. So it was in the past iterations of what they had. But it was a good systematic way to look at the numbers and understand paid media. Circle three years later, um, Ian and I are autodidacts and we love learning everything. So we were like, buying every course. And when we came across ad skills, uh, we were like, one, we have to get the whole package because there's no reason to buy a specific course when you could buy everything and have access anytime that you need it. But two, the systematic uh, programming was incredibly easy for us to implement and take someone, let's say a client wanted a service that we didn't yet offer or didn't yet know what to do. Ad skills really gave us the understanding of okay, how can we take a specific medium that we haven't mastered yet, master it, and do it profitably for the client while learning it, not while uh, just trying it and pontificating on our own. Do you have anything you want to add, Ian? Yeah, I mean, the ad skills thing, for me, it kind of came into the picture because Austin had experience with that community and he knew about Justin Brooks's reputation in the industry, you know, as one of these, you know, original media buyers that kind of grew up with that industry. And so for us, it seems like, okay, this guy's like one of the godfathers of media buying. Like, certainly we have to go check out his courses. Um, and since then, we've kind of stuck around because of the community. I mean, I was fortunate enough to do one of the in-person events meet a lot of the media buyers in pro league and um or the pro community and it was just you know an exciting experience to see how dedicated people were to this craft and how much you know how deep that that uh, ocean of knowledge went with the community so that's kind of kept us around the community and active in the slack group now for quite a while 
That's what, that's what I hear a lot. And I think it's really cool being in the community is seeing the wealth of knowledge and experience, like uh, what the cumulative like ad spent historical, like lifetime ad spend of the ad skills community is probably astronomical and really impressive. Yes. And everyone is so pretty um, generous with their knowledge and information. So um, yeah, I'm really glad to hear that. Now, now let's talk about you guys because I hear that you have some bragworthy campaigns, um, Facebook for sure, and then you also play. Eh, we use that generously on in Instagram and Google networks as well. But what? Tell me about one of these, a uh, couple of these campaigns, uh, maybe at least one each or whatever of you. Tell us about some of your uh, top campaigns that you're that you want to share about. Totally. Ian, I'll take it and then I'll pass the, the torch. Um, so, yeah, I mean, when it comes to Bragworthy campaigns, uh, now that we've been doing this for a long time, there's definitely a lot out there. Um, currently, I would say, you know, some of our favorite things is anything that has a time element within it. So a lot of times Ian and I will uh, work with companies who are running challenges, who are running some sort of promotional deal that doesn't necessarily mean that they're actually discounting their offer, but instead that there's just a specific offer in a specific amount of time. And so with that, on Facebook, we uh, often scale those to 14 to 20K a day. And during that period of time, um, it's still seeing the two to three ROAS profitability that uh, it should be seeing um, as we target. Um, but besides that, I mean, we like to take everything in a holistic approach. Uh, and we realize that the most important thing is making sure that your events are set up and you actually know what your creative is and creative is targeted to the audience. If that is the case, then that is where we can make sure that one, not only everything is profitable, but two, the analytics is showing proper data. So we actually know what to do because a lot of people, again, I love this word pontificate on things but there's no actual substance to what they're, they're doing. Yeah. And I'll, I'll add on to that with the, uh, the challenge campaigns, like Austin mentioned the time components for some of these, uh, sale events or offers that different, you know, various companies have. One of the things we've been experimenting with is building out different frameworks for, uh, to get a little specific in like the fitness space, a fitness challenge, like a time, you know, a specific time fitness challenge, whether it's like a few weeks challenge or a few day challenge, building out different frameworks for an entire uh, sales section of an ad account where, you know, we'll have basically it's almost as if we were running two separate accounts, one for the normal ads and then one for our sale framework and just iterating on that and using the same framework with small tweaks for different challenges so that we're kind of using the cumulative data on these, you know, otherwise separate to continue to improve our offer that spe uh, specific sale offer type of framework. So that's been really exciting. And we've seen really good results doing that. So it sounds like you guys, um, if you're running these challenges that you, your clients tend to be subject matter experts, like speaker, mm -hmm. author, coach, somebody who has a message, probably an information product, maybe you've written a book, um, running webinars. So it is still like that very information type business. It doesn't, uh, do you do e-commerce or yeah. you know, any so software service, any other stuff, or are you really play in this expert space? 
Yeah, we, I mean, we like to, again, this goes back to, I guess, the purpose of the reason that I started um, with ads, which is to get good messages out there, which plays into our ability to help both e-commerce, influencers, mainly the experts, and then um, SaaS, depending on what the company is and what the goal is with it. But we really like to just take the approach of, uh, I guess, similar to how Warren Buffett likes to invest. Warren Buffett likes to only invest in things that he's going to actively use, and he only uses the things he invests in. We like to help companies that are products that we will actually use and that we would love to buy regardless of if we worked with them or not. So a lot of times that is e-commerce and we work with a lot of e-commerce companies, mm-hmm. but then a lot of times it's also influencers with just amazing courses that we would love to learn the course material. Gotcha. Very cool. Is there any uh, one specific campaign that you want to share about with any kind of measurable results in terms of like, you know, I don't know, ROI or acquisition, blah, 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 anything like that? Anyone who wants to share about one of those? Yeah, I think um, one good one, especially because we're about to approach this era or this this time is um, a pre-Black Friday sale. So a lot of people are competing in the most, uh, in the highest CPC time that there is. I mean, click-through rates go down depending on which medium you're on, but everything is a lot more expensive. So a lot of times we like to almost preface this with a uh, Halloween sale that is doing something very similar to what your Black Friday is going to do, except we last year um, for one of the companies we were working with, a CPG e-commerce company, we started a pre-Black Friday sale. Um, with I, think a, it was a, I think we called it the better, than, the better than Black Friday sale. Better than Black Friday sale. And it was uh, only about 30 or 40K ad spend, but it delivered a six ROAS. Um, during that period of time. And that was across cold and remarketing. So it was great to not only get people into the door so that we had more prospects for Black Friday. Um, Granted, we had actually a less uh, severe deal for Black Friday because we did this big sale before, but the numbers still showed on Black Friday. So it's just a great campaign to think about prior to the holidays and this period of really high CPMs that we're about to experience. Yeah. yeah. And, and for, for some context for that too, um, this wasn't something we came up with where we we're like, Oh, we're going to outsmart the market here. It actually happened because this particular company had had a huge, like just a series of events with their prior marketing team where it was so drastic that their board uh, of investors had actually fired nearly the entire marketing team. They brought in a new CMO. He you know, knew us from prior work with him. So he brought us on for this short period where they had to you know, get some quick returns. And just as a kind of company brainstorming exercise, people were like, what can we do? We don't have the funds to make it through traditional Black Friday sale period with those CPAs and bidding aggressively um, on Facebook. You know, a lot, wouldn't a lot of people do um, bidding, you know, to just basically push people out of the market space for that period. And it was, it was really uh, surprising for us because we took the same framework a lot of marketers would use during that period. I believe it was um, very similar in terms of the scope and the structure of the campaigns we used and the duration. I believe we did it, ran it for four days. 
and it was just really exciting for us because we got the kind of results you'd expect to get um you know if you were basically at the top of the marketplace pushing everyone else out of those different ad spots you're bidding for so kind of like if we had been that company that had unlimited money to spend during that time we got similar results you know obviously at a smaller scale because like austin said it was 30 or 40k ad spend but um just definitely something exciting that we now are moving forward are going to test during other sale periods where you know aggressive bids might push clients out of the marketplace I'm glad that you shared that. It also really helped to clarify what you meant by like these sort of time restrictions, challenge makes sense. And then this is like a four day push promo, um, whether it's on Black Friday or pre Black Friday or a pre or whatever type sale. So I really appreciate that. That helps uh, make a lot of sense. So if, if someone is um, someone that's listening to this is like, yes, I do. I'm doing a challenge or I have a time sensitive or time restricted promo or, um, campaign uh, that I want to run you guys might be or you guys are the the people they want to reach out to at attention labs tell let let every listeners know what's the best way um, and do you have like a should they go to your site is there a form you know what what should they do to reach out and are there any and if there's any other specifics about the type of client like qualification wise that you're looking for I, it'd be a good time to share those as well uh, yeah, so the best place to reach us is probably just attentionlabs.com, just A-T-T-N-L-A-B-S.com. You can also reach out to me, Ian Lenny, on, you know, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, or Austin Floyd, same thing, on Facebook or LinkedIn. Any of those ways to get in touch with us would be great. Um, in terms of the clients we like to work with, I'm going to pass this back off to Austin. So uh, typically, we like to work with companies that uh, are a base minimum if they're in e-commerce around $3 million a year, if they're influencers, because the margins are completely different around a million dollars or more a year. Um, and really if they've had some experience or tried paid traffic before, that is going to be the best way for us to know whether or not that we would be a good fit because we really only want to work with companies that we know we can knock it out of the park, not like be some, scamming agency who's like oh we'll work with you and then a couple months later they're like what the hell just what happened is there a process do you guys do like uh, some kind of review or audit or yeah. roadmap first and then we'll look at the implementation after that what's the process look like exactly so we'll uh we'll jump on run through the account audit um give you a critical eye of what you could change immediately and then from there, it's really about just developing the next 90-day plan and uh, moving forward, starting immediately. Um, we like to move fast or as fast as anyone would like us to. Awesome. Well, all right, Austin, Ian, attentionlabs.com, A-T-T-N-labs.com. Um, thank you guys for being here. If you've got a challenge funnel, if you've got, if you're looking at your Black Friday or what a great idea, your pre-Black Friday sale, then um, you're going to want to reach, I don't know when this is actually going to air. So, <laughs> um, but those time sensitive, I'm going to make notes of that. The link will be somewhere um, on this page. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening, go to the adskills.com site for links or just go to attention attnlabs.com thanks so much for being here guys this was fun and informational and i hope to have you back to share some new case studies maybe even like after the holidays or something i can hear about how all your awesome holiday promos went but thank you for being here thank you Definitely. thanks for having us 
If you'd like to learn more about how to use paid traffic and analytics to scale your business, subscribe to the Ad Skills channel so you'll be notified every time new content is released. If you'd like to learn more about the topic we just discussed, check out the related video we're posting right now.